so I, I did. Uh, I didn't do a recap this week. That's okay. I don't know if that matters. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that matters. I think it's fine. I mean, last time fought a cockatrice. Uh, you, you made it back to town. You made it back to the village, and you had I made it back alive. Had, barely. Yeah, you saw some creepy fog. Yeah, you, you barely know. made it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had a creepy nightmare. Um. Yeah. And that's yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah, you, uh, Emma, Emma suggested that uh, you guys split up when you arrived back in town because she admitted that she was not, uh, strictly speaking, allowed to go out into the <laughs> yeah into the woods, and so she thought that since she was going to be in trouble anyways, she could at least save you the hassle of being in trouble by just taking the taking the fall on her own with her parents. Cool. And yeah, and you uh, you made up a lie to tell Uncle Rupert about what happened. You told him that you fell and hit your head on the doorknob or something, and that's how you got the shiner. Yeah, what did I tell him? Oh, I should go back and listen to it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think you told him that you like ran through some shrubbery oh, yeah, or something. Yeah, you ran just, through some trees. Like, you, you tripped yeah. tripped on a tree root and scratched yourself. Yeah, I ran through <laughs> some branches. Oh, ow. And nearly died. Yeah, oh, those were some tough branches, Uncle Rupert. Um, cool. Yeah, so today we're spending a day in town, I guess. Well, today is, well, I mean, today is as free as, as free as yesterday, but, um, yeah, I mean, as far as, as far as, if we're just going to jump right in, yeah, as far as, as far as the day goes, um, nobody is, uh, telling you what to do, so, uh. Yeah, I mean whether you whether you stay in town or not is entirely up to you, but uh, it's it's kind of a free day for Reese. I mean it's a normal day for Reese. It's not like you have you know a nine to five. So what what before we jump before we do jump straight in? Um, I don't know. Is there anything else to catch up on? We're good. Um, I think that's pretty much. I think that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, as far as what what went on. Okay. Cool. In the previous episode. Awesome. Yeah. So? So, I believe we started with... Ouch. So, I believe I, I was waking up in the morning. Uncle Rupert has some tea going in the kettle. Yes. Yeah. You you had to you had to fight through kind of a, an unnatural wave of depression to get out of bed. But, but in doing so, you... Uh, you seem to find like a new, a new vein of resolve in your heart, uh, which is how I justified leveling. Up. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's 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 morning. Um, you've got the entire day ahead of you. Uh, Rupert's Uncle Rupert's in the in the kitchen, um, bustling around, getting his getting his morning tea ready, maybe you know, grilling a piece of toast over the, over the cooking fire. Mm. Uh, go, go into the kitchen. Uh, morning, uncle Rupert. Good morning, Reese. Did I already talk to you this morning? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> if you did, it slipped my mind too. <laughs> oh, I just had such a night, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. Some weird dreams, you know, you ever get those dreams? Sure. 
I had a dream the other day that I was flying, and then I stopped flying, and it turned into a very bad dream. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I guess I guess you could say mine was something like that. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Uncle D, what do we need to do out in the fields today? Well, uh, I've got, you know, I've got a day of, of weeding ahead of me, but there's not, not too much around here. We still could use those, those furs if you could, if you think you can get something out in the, out in the woods, but. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, I, you know, I think, Uncle, I think some of my traps, I'm sure, just burned up, but I thought it still might be worth going out just to see, check some of the ones that are a little bit closer by to the village since, uh. Maybe they wouldn't have been caught by the fire. That fire sure was sure was suspicious, too. It might be worth poking around just to see if you could figure out what caused it. I haven't talked to any neighbors yet, but I'm sure it'll be the, the talk of the town all today as people try to figure out what happened out there. Yeah, sure. There was no storm, so it couldn't have been lightning. Sure was scary. Well, do you mind if I grab a piece of toast? <laughs> oh, help yourself. Mm. I'll just cook up another one. Uncle Rupert's toast. <laughs> So good. It's very dry. <laughs> Just like Uncle Rupert. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, I'm kind of taking my toast for the road, packing my stuff up, and I'm going to head out, kind of go go across the fields. I'll, the, I'm going to do my more no, normal sort of, like Reese goes around and does his normal sort of rounds around the farm, just kind of checking on things, like I think he's set up. He's he's got a couple like rabbit traps set up along the fences just in case you know any any animals kind of come in and so it's kind of low key going around the farm and just checking stuff out and but eventually kind of making his way over to the forest again could try to try to go over to up to the edge of the fire to to where it is and kind of see what see what he can see where the fire was hopefully okay um. Yeah, so the the fire burned. I actually drew a map because that's how fancy I am. <clears throat> Sweet. So the yeah the fire burned like a swath of forest that's kind of uh, northwest of the village. Um, Rupert's farm is is kind of in like the southwestern part of the the cleared lands. Um, uh, yeah, so I mean, are you just? It's yeah. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't take you long? It's not very far into the forest, actually, where you reach the you know where the the trees start getting singed on the northern side, and then you get to the part where you know a surprising number of the trees seem to be okay. Maybe because of how wet it had been prior to that, but there's definitely you know an area of the of the forest where all the underbrush has just been completely burned out, and the ground is is black. Yeah, Reese is just like kind of, he knows it's kind of a long shot, but he's just kind of looking around to see like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe my, some of my traps like caught some of the animals fleeing away or, you know, even though so the, the ones I was going for are farther out, maybe a couple extra ones are kind of hanging around. Um, yeah, I, all of, all the traps that you, you set, well, I mean, I guess you can, you could certainly do the, the local ones, but the, the big traps, like the, the traps that are you know, going to catch you some, some animals that have pelts that are worth some, some legitimate money. Um, there's probably not very many of those cause you're not, I don't know, I suppose, I don't know. How does Reese trap? Does he, does he use like the, the, the steel like bear trap style things? I know that's like an item in, in D and D. So that's kind of what <laughs> I was, what I was picturing, yeah. but like, I don't know. I Did think- you like, do you dig pits and cover it with like 
woven basket <laughs> like lids that, like yeah, yeah. I mean I don't know <laughs> I think he's got a I think he's got some snares like so for for like some small game like rabbits for and squirrels and like rabbits yeah. And, yeah so he's got some snares out there because you know rabbit furs are all right and um and he's got some other other bigger chaps like yeah sure he had some he had some uh some sort of bigger metal traps that all right well, well let's he's gotten so so the the big traps the the traps that are going to get the real game i'm going to say those those are all those are farther um out. farther out by the river so you, yeah. you'd have to kind of go through the through the burned area of of the woods yeah i think um, in my mind reese like reese is kind of out there to check it out like he has a like checking the traps is kind of just an excuse but he wants to see kind of in daylight or in full daylight not running for his life like what was this fire like what where did it come from can i tell where it came from like which direction it started that's um, an excellent question um so you you know you, you remember that the wind was blowing i mean obviously it was blowing you it was blowing towards the river so the the wind was blowing at least somewhat north um and actually it started driving you along the river uh towards the east so the wind was blowing north northeast something like that um so if it if it didn't do some weird crazy change of direction then logic would suggest that it started somewhere near the southeast end of like the burn patch Mm -hmm. um so so what you're looking at now is as you went kind of like straight north to the to the woods towards your trap um you could conceivably uh like kind of follow follow the edges of the of the scorched forest to your west um and see if you can identify any kind of start point yeah yeah cool that's what i'm gonna do okay uh all right so you you do that and you so the yeah the the burn patch actually goes as you start following it goes like south southwest because of the way that it had spread out, um, and you only walk about twenty minutes maybe thirty minutes through through the forest pretty uneventful the wildlife is being pretty tame after you know yesterday's inferno, um, and you come across a small clearing that's that you you recognize. Um, because you're actually only maybe a hundred or 200 yards away from the one road that leads into, uh, auspice. Um, so just, so you can, you can almost see, maybe you can't quite see it from where, from where you're at, but you, you recognize the area enough to know that the road is like kind of just, just beyond sight, beyond the trees to the South of you. Um, but this clearing appears to have been used as a campsite and, it also appears like, I mean, from the from the direction of the burn, it seems to be spreading out from somewhere around here. So it seems like a conceivable place for the fire to have started. So, and does it? So I can, can I do like an investigation check or something to like see? Sure. Like to see like, oh, is it just like does it just look like a campfire like out of control, or is there something else to it? Okay. Yeah. Make a make an investigation check. Fourteen plus four, eighteen. Okay, so um, you 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 sleuth around this this campsite, and um, a couple of things stand out to you. Uh, one, there's a like someone made a fire ring out of rocks that's still in place. 
Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't look like, I mean, you know, maybe an ember had drifted away from there. Um, but one of the trees, which obviously did not survive, like this tree is, is a scorched pile. It looks like it had, um, in, it, 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 it has a, it has more piles of, you know, so like, you, you know, like the log, logs burn in a fire, it leaves kind of like yeah. the, the ashy log. So you can still see that there was a stick here and a log there. It's just been all kind of burned up. And, you know, as it, as it rains and the wind blows, all that stuff will probably get blown away and the evidence will, will disappear. But there's a tree at the edge of this campsite that has piles and piles of sticks and logs around it, like more than any of the other trees. Um, and based on, based on what it looks like from, from your investigation, that appears to be the start of the fire, not the fire ring. So someone planted a fire around a tree. Looks like it. Hmm. Uh, your investigation also turns up what looks like uh, either wagon or cart tracks that lead to the south from the campsite. To the south. And the town is east of here? So to the south would be like back towards the road okay. and then the road goes east west. So if you get to the road and then go east, you'll go like straight back into auspice. Got it. Okay. Your traps are almost like due north of here. So if you went straight north from where you are, you would you'd basically get to um the 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 forest spring and then almost straight north of there you would find your traps. Well yeah, someone's starting a fire next to a tree is hella suspicious. So I'm going to follow these tracks. And also like I'm a ranger, so tracking is my thing. So I'm going to follow these tracks and see what I can see. Okay. Uh, okay. So the, the tracks are, the tracks are pretty easy to follow until you get to the road. Um, the road is, uh, you know, they, they don't leave such a, such a clear muddy, muddy trail on, on such a well-used road. Um, go ahead and make, and survival check. See if you can pick up the trail. 14. Total? Total, yeah. Okay. Uh, how long do you want? So the, 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 the wagon tracks or the, the cart tracks or the whatever tracks, they go back to the road and they appear to turn east or yeah, east towards the village. Um, it's not immediately obvious whether they continue all the way to the village or if they veer off of the road somewhere else. Um, the I'm going to say that, you know, if you got up with with the dawn at about 7, I'm going to say it's probably about 9, 9.30 in the morning. Uh, how much time do you want to spend investigating? I mean, do you want to go to the town and see if there's a wagon or a cart there? Or do you want to do a thorough check up and down the road to see if it... it turned out somewhere else. So uh, Reese, I think as Reese, I think that seeing the car, seeing the tracks go towards the town from the forest, I'm going to assume unless I see something obvious that that's where they're headed. Like, all right, someone was camping out. They did some, they started a fire for whatever reason. They turned towards town. Like, well, then they're going to town and I got to figure out what they're, what they're doing over there. So I'm going to head straight into town. Okay, you head back into town. Where where are you going? Well, I guess I'm going to the tavern. I feel like that's okay. where the where the most likely place. Like if there's 
an outsider or someone with a wagon visiting or something, that's where that's where it's going to be. Okay. Uh, so the the tavern has um, yeah. I mean, so the, so the tavern the tavern is up you know up ahead. You you walk to the tavern without encountering any random encounters. <laughs> no kobolds. Um, <laughs> no, no kobolds jump out of the bushes or anything. Um, do you want to go, are you going to go straight into the tavern? Do you want to like poke around? What's your, well, what's your game plan as here? I near the, as I, uh, so as Reese gets up to the tavern, kind of also remembering like, well, like Emma's around somewhere. Like maybe I want to talk to her. Maybe I don't. It's so confusing. These, these feelings I feel. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so like kind of walking up slowly, like not just like heading straight in, but kind of like doing a quick like circuit around, just like looking for like, you know, is there anything around that matches the cart? The, um, you don't, you do not see. So the, the tavern is like, right. There's like kind of the village, the village square that has the big, the big stump. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the tavern is on like kind of the north end of the village square on the east end of the village square is is um the church and that's basically it the rest is just kind of like you know houses and the the back end of of somebody else's farm um but there is a small stable attached to the the tavern so if a traveler came in a wagon you would expect to see the wagon parked there and there is no wagon and you don't see any wagon tracks near the tavern okay well i'm still gonna go in and poke around okay you walk into the tavern um it's like i said before it's it's not it's not like a full-on tavern tavern like you would find in a in a big city um but it's it's more like a house uh it's more like a house that's been built for entertaining like you know like my wife wants Uh So it's, you know, it's got, it's got a big, it's got a big, like common, common room with uh, multiple tables set up, a big fireplace. Um, and then it's got a, a kitchen capable of, you know, it's got multiple, like two, two ovens in the kitchen, which is, which is in the back. Um, but you, you walk in, so you walk into the, the common space. Um, and one thing that jumps out at you is there is in fact a stranger uh, sitting at one of the tables. And he appears to be eating a late breakfast. Uh, okay. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. You can. You can. You can also hear rustling. You can hear conversation coming from the kitchen. Um, two voices that you recognize as being Emma's. Uh, Emma's parents, who have names. They have names. Uh, yeah, Toby staff and Sybil staff, mom and dad. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, so I just, I'll, like Reese kind of pauses there for a second. He's kind of like checking out the stranger. doesn't want to look too suspicious. Um, and thinks like, well, I need some sort of like excuse to be here. And so I'm going to kind of go in and. I don't know. There is there like a there's. It's more like a house, right? So I kind of like peek my head around the corner and yeah, you can like poke the, your head through the doorway. Yeah. So so Toby, so you you poke your head, Toby. you poke your yeah, you poke your head around the corner into the into the kitchen and 
And Toby sees you and he says, oh, Reese, good morning. Uh, good morning, Mr. Staff. Uh, oh, please, Toby's Toby's fine. Oh, oh what, okay. okay. What, what can I what can I do for you today? Uh my uncle sent me here for some yeast. Rupert's <laughs> you know how he loves his toast. <laughs> and we're all out of yeast. Meanwhile, just sort of eyeballing the stranger around the corner. <laughs> well, if you want uh, if you want yeast for brewing, then you've come to the right place. If you want yeast for baking, You've also come to the right place, but you need to talk to Sybil. She's the one. She's the baker in the household. And he calls over Sybil and and uh, his his portly wife, who also serves as the town baker, uh, peeks her head out, and she's you know she's got a her hands are covered in flour, and her apron, she's wearing an apron, and she looks like a, a cook or a baker. And she says, uh, "Yeast? You want yeast?" Uh, yes, Mrs. Staff. Uh, you know Rupert is, or I mean Uncle Uncle Rupert is is just crazy about his bread, and um, well, we've we've taken a liking to baking some of our own as a hobby, and uh, not to say I mean yours is delicious, of course, uh, but you know Uncle Rupert loves to do things with his own hands, and uh, I was just hoping to to get some from you. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, I don't normally sell my yeast, but you know it's. You know what? It's it's fine. Here, let me just let me just put some in a jar for you. You can take it back to Rupert. And if you could just return the jar when you have a chance, uh, that'd be that'd be swell. Oh, of course, yeah, of of course, Miss Staff, I, Mrs. Staff, I definitely return your jar. Thanks. Um, so she she ducks back into the kitchen, and Toby's Toby's still there, smiling friendly, friendly, friendly. <laughs> Friendly? friendly? I swear there should be a word there. He's smiling at you in a friendly manner. <laughs> kind of look at him for a second. Um, uh, so, Mr. Toby, um, sir, how's Emma? Uh, oh, did you hear? Oh, did you? Toby's voice. <clears throat> what did Toby sound like again? Uh huh. <clears throat> oh, well. I'll just say she's got a sore bottom to go with the rest of her sores after her escapades yesterday, but she's okay. I, I'm surprised that you heard already. Uncle uh, Ru- Rupert, uh, not Uncle Rupert, Rupert, <laughs> Rupert uh, doesn't normally make it into into town for the latest gossip. Oh, you know, I I just heard some of the other some of the other folks outside uh, saying something about. Uh, see, I'm like dipping into this accent. <laughs> uh, I was doing it last time. So, well, you know, just heard some people outside. Oh, you know, overheard them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> I just uh, heard some people. Some of the folks outside were uh, they just mentioned something, and um, yeah, that fool girl got it in her mind to go mushroom hunting in the middle of the woods. Damn near got herself killed. Oof, tell me about it. I mean, I mean, yeah, mu- yeah, mushroom hunting in the woods is a bad idea. Nobody should, in your right mind, would do that. Hunt mushrooms. Uh, mushrooms. <laughs> in the gross. Wood, in the woods. <laughs> mushrooms are gross. <laughs> Nobody in their right mind would eat mushrooms. Um, yeah, well, hopefully this experience has taught her a little bit of sense, if nothing else. Well, well, anyway. I'll, we've got we've got her locked up in her room now. She's, not that I think she's aching to get out adventuring again, but. Okay, well, glad glad to hear she ended up okay with the with the fire and everything 
Did you yeah, did that's, see all the damage? That's a story in itself, huh? Did you so you I suppose you saw that the the gentleman sitting out in the in the in the common room. Yeah, who who is he? I've never seen him I before. Don't, I don't remember his name, but he came he came with another man. What's his what do you call himself? Uh uh Flax Dixon. Apparently he's some sort of fancy pants witch hunter. So the the story as they're telling it is uh this this Flax Flax Dixon um received some I don't I don't rightly know how it's supposed to go, but he received some kind of message from God saying that 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 our our village here, Auspice, was in, in danger, some sort of dire threat. And he got on his horse with his little his little um I don't know servant out there and uh they rode here just as as fast as they could and wouldn't you know it apparently they stumbled upon some some demon or witch or creature or some such out there in the woods and and uh well i don't i don't rightly understand how how the fire came about it but apparently they were able to drive the creature off wow i mean did anybody uh, and i've heard legends of demons and stuff like that of course we know not to go too far in the in the woods Actually, before that, he's, like, talking to, like, fill the void. But, like, obviously, like, Reese is thinking, like, of, like, the cockatrice and the frog frog fish man. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like. Hmm, maybe demons yeah. are real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fire, fire demons, I, I don't know. That seems kind of far-fetched. And I don't know. Don't you think it's kind of a coincidence that a fire started just as they got here? Well, I don't rightly know. I just kind of assumed we were lucky to have him if he's telling the truth, and why shouldn't he be? Sure, yeah, I, yeah, I, you're right, you're right, Toby, I. He's, right now, Mr. Mister Dixon is meeting with Father Cornelius over at the church, so, you know, I, I suppose, I suppose as long as Father Cornelius knows him, or knows of him, or, or trusts him, then, then we should be, we should we should trust him too, and we should be thankful to have him here. I suppose. Yeah, of course. I mean, if Father Cornelius says he's okay, then of course we'll welcome welcome him in. Welcome him in. This, yeah, this, this, uh, the young man sitting in the common room. He he tells some stories now about about how this, you know, this Flax Dixon just just about just about walks on water, but you know. It's it's hard to say how much might be you know playing it up and how much is real, but he he certainly has he certainly has something about him. Anyway, he's he's staying he's staying here. I'm sure you know. I'm sure you'll see him. He's he's around. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll run into him one of these times. Listen, um, I I better get going and and get this stuff back to Uncle Rupert. Uh, oh right, yeah, of course. I'm I'm sure you're a, you're you're a busy man. I've got my own work to do. Right. Thanks a lot, and uh, please please thank Miss uh, Sybil for me for the for oh. the east. Of course, I will. Have a good one, Reese. All right, I'm out of here. All right, I'm ignoring the guy in the common room for now, but I don't trust these guys. <laughs> <laughs> but they saved the town. Of course, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Classic con men. <laughs> what this town needs is a monorail. Um, <laughs> all right, so yeah. So put Ogden on the map. So, yeah. <laughs> um, 
What else did I have in mind? Oh, okay. So I so so I could go over to check out Father Cornelius. Did you say what that? What did you call it? A temple or a church or what did you call it? Church. Church. Um. So I could go over there. I also thought. Um. I also thought I might go by. We're basically going to all the places that I thought of going. So this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I had another little idea, but um, I so I wanna I wanna go to the blacksmith to replace some of my traps, and also maybe talk to him about. There wasn't a blacksmith in the village, but <laughs> if you want there to so, be a blacksmith in the village, we could we could. That's okay. So who? So what I'm thinking of is like, where did I get my traps from? Uh, you probably brought them with you when you came from a slightly larger town out here to, uh, to Auspice, but also the, the merchants that come. So, so basically like, you know, like twice in the autumn and once in the spring, um, you'll get, you'll get like market days where, where merchants will travel sometimes as far up from, as from, um, New Shoreham, the, like the big city. Um, and they will bring, they'll bring, you know, the, the luxury goods that you can't, mm-hmm. that you can't get in a, out here. Okay. Um, as far as, as far as like traps, like, you know, horseshoes, like basic blacksmithing stuff, you certainly wouldn't have to go as far as the, as the city. You could go to one of the, like the next, the next town over is probably big enough to, to have its own blacksmith, at least for that basic stuff. You know, he probably wouldn't be making like armor and swords and, and stuff like that. For that, you'd probably have to go into the city. But, um, but traps are something that that a a merchant would would probably be pretty confident that he could sell at least a at least a couple of coming out to these these frontiersy type villages. Okay. Okay. So that's good. Is is there anybody in the village who is, um, like like a little bit more of like a hermit or like a little bit like someone I could ask about like the strange monsters I saw in the forest and like they wouldn't think I'm crazy. Well, there's like old man Tucker or something. Yeah. <laughs> your, your uncle, your uncle Rupert's kind of the, the old fart of the village. Um, but there are, there are a couple other people that, um, that seem pretty level-headed. Um, so there's, you know, there's, um, oh, shoot, I, I gave her a name already. No, I don't remember what, uh, I think her, I think her name was Vivian. So, so, um, uncle Rupert mentioned when, like, as you were arriving home yesterday that, um, the boy Henry had been hanging about all day. Henry, Henry is, uh, Vivian's, son. He was Vivian and John's son, but John died, you know, like four summers ago or something. Um, and so now she's a widow. Um, and she's, she's a little bit, she's, a, I mean, she's far, she's not a hermit, but she's, she's a little bit on the like outskirts of society because of her position as a widow, especially being a young widow. Um, she hasn't expressed any, any interest to, to remarry and, uh, Uncle Rupert is not the only one who has who espouses the you know belief that a woman needs a man. Um, so 
you know, I, I'm not sure she's the best person to talk about monsters with. Um, but there's also on the kind of like the opposite side of, of town from Uncle Rupert's farm. Um, there's a, a woman named Sarah who uh, is not a widow, but her husband is basically a useless drunk. Um, but she she raises uh, sheep. She's one of the few like herdsmen in town. Most people are, are more, you know, crop farmers. Um, and she's like, she's it, like, if there was like wolves harassing somebody's farm, like she's probably the person that you would go to because she's just kind of competent. Uh, but as far as like, you know, the crazy old man who's going to tell you the stories of like the monsters in the woods. Um, like they're, yeah, I don't know. Do you have like history? Make a history check. Okay. What's my history? It's it's plus two. Plus two. 13. Okay. Um, it, it seems like you've heard, you've heard a name mentioned, um, like in passing since you've been in the village, um, that's not someone who lives in the village. Uh, but you don't know, um, his name's the, the name was Ivan, but you don't know if that's someone who like some, someone said something once that gave you the impression, like, wait a minute, does this guy live like here or does he live like near here? Or does he live like in the woods by himself? But it wasn't, it wasn't totally clear and it wasn't the type of, you know, it wasn't the, the time to interject and, and ask questions. So like there might be some dude living in the woods. Like a bit of a mysterious figure. Okay. That's, that's the kind of thing I'm thinking of. And like, that's cool. So I don't, I don't know where he is or anything, but that, that's, but you, you would not, yeah, you would not know, you would not even begin to know how to find him, but I don't know, maybe if, if you want to go try to find out if that's an actual guy or if that guy's out here somewhere, then um, Father Cornelius holds like the town records, like the family records when someone gets married, when someone dies, all that stuff. He would probably be a good resource for that. And Uncle Rupert's been around forever. So, so yeah, I'm trying to make a decision here about like, is Reese like, I mean, already he saw like the fire next to the tree and he's thinking like already like this is heck of suspicious. Like, something crazy is going on but that said like how like um how i'm trying to make a decision on like is reese like despite that is he like impressed by these guys that are old into town or is he just like suspicious of everybody because <laughs> like the meta part of me is like ah these guys are con men but like <laughs> but like also like i think i said you know reese is kind of like a like a straight shooter and like not you know he's not conniving himself or anything like that um, and you could be like i don't want you to i don't want you to feel like i don't want i don't want you to feel like reese would be like I am confident that like this fire was set on purpose. Like there was just like, just the way it looked didn't like, look. That's weird. Quite right. Yeah, exactly. That's a weird thing to happen. So it was, it was enough to plant the thought in his head, but it was far from like, you know, conclusory evidence of, you know, uh, what do they call it? Lighting fires. There's yeah. a word for it. So, okay, um, so I have, a, I have a question about this, the the town and stuff, because Reese has been, like, 
really reluctant to like talk about his experiences and stuff, but would it be like in the, like in the setting or culture, like, would it be sort of normal for someone to say like, Hey, like I saw something really, I saw like a demon is really weird. And everybody would be like, Oh yeah. Like, Oh, demons. Like we got to pray. Or would they be like, you're a witch. (laughs) I, you you'd like to think the first one but the second one is not beyond the realm of of possibility yeah like i mean it it depends on the it depends on the circumstances uh i mean you could you could probably tell rupert about your experiences without him screaming witch but there's definitely other people in the town that like if you expressed any strange experiences or strange urges or strange like you know anything they're going to they're going to turn that suspicion on you yeah okay so it's it's probably it's probably somewhat prudent to at least be careful who you uh confide in yeah cool um okay so i'm and you you would you know i mean reese reese would know that right like he's you know He's he's seen how how like you know Vivian the widow has been kind of ostracized because she's done something a little bit different from you know the cultural norm and he's even heard um, her her son Henry who was hanging around at your farm all day yesterday um, Uncle Rupert said hoping for scrap hides it wouldn't have been the first time he he Henry seemed to have taken a, a liking to you before. Um, but his, like his, his, uh, his passion is his pet dog who he actually got from Sarah. Sarah actually keeps dogs to help run her, uh, her herds. And the, this, this dog that Henry ended up keeping, was the runt of the litter. It was useless as a work dog. Um, but you know, he fell in love with it and Vivian didn't want to take it away from him. And Sarah was like, I don't care. I was just going to drown it in the river. So um, but, but people, you know, yeah, people get super judgmental over, over everything. Like, you know, animals are, animals are for, for working or eating. They're not, they're not for pets. You know, only witches have familiars. People don't, people don't have, you know, you know, un, undue contact with, with filthy animal creatures. You mean so it's like, so, you know, Henry, or... Henry, Henry gets away with it cause he's a kid, but even even still, people are, you know, How old is people Henry? whisper. He's ten. Okay. Okay. So okay. All that said, I'm gonna head over to the church, try to get a look at this guy who's swung into town, and I think Reese is pretty uh, open to the idea that he's legit. Like I think you know it attracts with what he's been raised, um, and if anything the previous day's experiences told him that a lot of the stuff could be real. Okay. Um, so I guess I'm going to sort of like peek, peek my head in the door and see if anybody's around and see what's what. So, so the church, the church has like, you know, like the main, the, the main room with, with pews that go up to just like, you know, I mean, it's not like a fancy altar or anything, just like a little, a little lectern where father Cornelius gives his, gives his sermons. Um, and then there's and then there's like a side attachment to the church where where Father Cornelius actually resides. Um, you poke in the front doors, which are always always unlocked, um, and it's 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 empty. Um, and as you move through the church towards the the living quarters, 
Um, you can see you see Father Cornelius sitting sitting at a, a table in in the next room, and sitting across from him is a man that you've never seen before. Before must be the the famous Flax Dixon. Um, he's he's got like he's he's got like a a velvet cap with a feather in it, and he's got like a long purple robe. Um, he also is sporting a rapier that you can see um, quite clearly, which is pretty unusual. You're you're one of the few people <laughs> that carries weapons around. Um, and also, there's nothing and, like a rapier for taking down monsters. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should I should have picked a weapon out of Monster beefy, Hunter World. <laughs> big beefy rapier. <laughs> No, it's awesome, a classy. Though. It's a classy weapon. It is. Um, yeah. So yeah. So you know, like tall, tall, shiny leather boots. Like he looks. He looks like pretty well put together. But he also looks like someone who definitely came from a city. He is not like a, a country boy. Um, and him and Father Cornelius are are deep in discussion. Um, yeah. Are you Are you going to immediately make your your presence no neither of them look up immediately upon you like from from where you can see them um but if you approach closer you know your footprints your footsteps might awaken them are you gonna are you trying to mm-hmm. eavesdrop on them or spy on them or do you want to just like holler out or just walk up like i'm not trying to sneak but i'm i'm just hanging back to see if i can catch catch what they're saying okay um they're you can you can hear them talking, but they're they're not talking very loud. It's not a very animated discussion. Um, but as you're as you're kind of just trying to spy what's going on, um, you can see that Father Cornelius actually has the the town record out, um, and it looks like they're going over the people that live in town. Flax Flax Dix, Dixon appears to be asking. You know, he's he's occasionally pointing and and asking asking questions you can hear the questioning tone and father Cornelius, you know answers something back and kind of shrugs and but you'd have to you'd have to definitely get closer to be able to hear exactly what they're saying uh, all right i'm gonna try to like sneak closer a little bit okay make a stealth check Ooh, that was really good i got 20 17 <laughs> plus three okay uh as long as you don't yeah, as long as you don't go like in the room, you can like like sidle up to the doorway and and hear them. Um, and I'm not going to try to do a conversation with two new people with two new character voices. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can you can hear that it's it's exactly it, exactly what it looked like from from across the way. Uh, Flax is going like line by line through the town not the town charter, the, like the, the town, the town record. Um, and he's right now he's asking about Vivian, actually, how long, how long she's been widowed. Um, if there's anything like, if there's anything strange or unusual in her, you know, in her behavior. Um, and then he asks about uncle Rupert, uh, father Cornelius tells him that, you know, not uncle Rupert, obviously, but Rupert, I don't even know Rupert's last name, Forster. I guess is he your sister, your mom's 
your mom's brother or your dad's brother? I don't know. <laughs> Good. Make it easier. Just make it Forster. That's fine. Yeah, Rupert Forster and, and you know, Father Cornelius says, Oh, he's you know, He's old. He's a he's a good person. He's got he's got his his nephew Reese that's you know living with him, helping him out. And um, as so yeah, as they get just, as they get to that, I just sort of clear my throat and say, uh, "Good afternoon or good morning." I don't know they they yeah yeah it's it's getting pretty close to getting pretty close to it's late morning. Good noon. Um, Father Cornelius looks up and says, "Oh oh Reese." Oh, oh, Reese. I don't know. Oh, oh, Reese. Oh, oh, Reese. I need to practice voices before we start recording. <laughs> hey, Reese. Hey. 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 It's me, Father Cornelius. Cornelius. <laughs> what are you doing here? Um, so Father Cornelius says, Oh, Reese. <laughs> I wasn't uh, wasn't expecting you. I'm I'm sorry. I uh, I I have company here. This is this is Mr. Dixon. He's he's come to help our town with uh, with the problem. I, Mr. Dixon, it's a, a pleasure to meet you. I'm my name is Reese Forster. I I live with my uncle out on the farm. I I heard about what what you did. You you drove off some monsters. I I, I guess. Um, must have been must have been scary. Yes, well, some of us are. Some of us. God gives us the strength that we need for the trials that we all must face. It is indeed scary facing the the unholy demons of this world. But as I said, my my faith provides me all of the strength that I need to to face those challenges and come through. Well. Well, it's it's such a pleasure to meet you. You 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 know, I was actually just asking about you and your uncle, and and Father Cornelius was saying what a fine young man that you were. Oh well, thank you, sir. I I I'm flattered. I just you know I'm I'm here to help my uncle and and help take care of the farm. I you know do do what I can to 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 help the village and and help serve our community. I'm so glad to hear that. That's a a a noble. A noble bearing. Tell me, uh, do you think there's a lot? Do you do you think there's more danger in the forest? Uh, I the the fire was pretty frightening for all of us in the in the village. In fact, I I almost got caught in it the other day while I was checking some of my traps. Well, you range into the forests often, hmm? Well, not not very far. Just just on this side of the river, where where we know it's safe. Well, I can assure you, son, that. Nowhere is safe away from the confines of this church. Oh, of course. I mean, I, I don't mean safe, but you know, safer. Well, I can only say that it's still unclear at this time the nature of the threat. But I do know that there is a dire threat that this village faces, and that's why I've come. I would recommend that you stay close to home in the days. In the the coming days, okay, sh- sure. I, I mean, there's there's Lord knows there's plenty to do around here on the farm and in the village and helping my uncle. Of course, and if I could, if I could ask, if you notice anything suspicious, please, please come let me or Father Cornelius know immediately. 
anyone behaving strangely, anyone, you know, doing anything unseemly, anything at all, no matter how small, could be important. Sometimes, sometimes deciphering the exact nature of the threat is the most dangerous and difficult part of staving it off. Sure. Of course. Uh, of course. Anything I could do to help. Is, is there anything else I could do? I assure you, we will, I will let you know if I think of anything else. But for now, stay home. Help your, help your Uncle Rupert and take care of the farm. Keep your nose clean, and I assure you, I will. I have come to keep this village safe, and keep this village safe, I will. Okay. Sh- sure. Okay. Thank you. Well, Father Cornelius yeah. smiles friendly and says, I, "I'm I'm sorry, Reese. Um, if you'd like to come back this evening, we can we can talk some more. But uh, I'm afraid uh, Mr. Dixon and I have some some more things to discuss." Oh, of course, Father Cornelius. I, I I'm sorry to to disturb you. I'll I'll be on my way. They they nod. Cool. I get out of there. Sweet, you're gone. Hate that guy. <laughs> God, what a. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, you so, going home? You go home, pull yeah, weeds. Yeah, I wash windows. So yeah, so I'm gonna yeah, so I'm gonna go home. I got this yeast in a jar. I better get it home now. <laughs> so yeah, I'm headed home. Okay, uh, you get home. It's. It's about lunchtime. People don't normally go home for lunch. The most most of the farmers are like eaten in the field. But uh, yeah, you get home right about right about noon. Uh, Where is is Uncle Rupert around? Uh, Uncle Rupert is uh, in the barn doing farm stuff. Okay, looks looks like a one of his like looks like his hoe broke. Maybe he's replacing the handle. Okay, I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna go out and talk to Uncle Rupert. Okay. Hey, hey there, Uncle. Oh, hey, Reese. Well, looks like you must have been working that hoe a little bit too hard on the field. Oh, yeah. Sometimes my sometimes my own strength surprises me, even at this age. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, you sure are a strong guy. I guess. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's awkward. Um, well, Uncle, I you know I I went out. I I thought maybe I could salvage some from something from the traps, but the you know the bigger ones are just too far away, all the way across the other the edge of the of where the fire tore through, and I just thought a little too dangerous to go out there right now. I felt like I checked some of my other ones that we keep closer by, but there's nothing there. I think all the animals got scared off by the fire. Well, I've I've got a lot of work to do, but if you if you need me to go with you to at least fetch your traps and make sure that you know if they're recoverable, we can we can still get some use out of them. You know they're not not so easy to come by. Yeah, I know we just we just got them just a little while ago, and I'm sure the merchant won't be back for quite a while for another one. Well, not until the harvest is in. Well, maybe I can help you finish up a few things around here, and then we could head out together. Uh, okay, sure, yeah. Um. Okay, so is that, is that what you're gonna do? Yeah, so I wanna, yeah, I wanna go out and and I wanna talk to Uncle Rupert for a little bit while we're walking. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, so he he, you know, you give him a hand replacing the the handle of the hoe, and um, he he goes inside to 
make some BLTs to, to eat while you guys walk, and, and then you guys head off towards the forest. And you're bringing your senile old uncle with you. Bread, lamb, and tomato. That's right. Um, <laughs> uh, cool. So, cool. So, as we're kind of walking along, um, so, uncle, I, I found something weird in the forest today. I was found something. Well, I was trying to, I was trying to figure out where the fire started. I, you know, it just had me curious, and so, um, well, I I came across a camp, and, it, and there was a campfire there. At first, I just thought a some, camp. Well, some uh, sure you know, well, somebody. I, I I just thought some kind of careless fool camping along the road just let his fire get out of control. But the fire didn't seem too far away. Why would someone camp that close to town? I don't know. I I just assumed they would have come in and stayed at the inn just as soon. Certainly seems like the most likely course of action. Anyway, I don't know. It just it just seemed odd to me and but um but you know, they they actually say that a demon started the fire. Have you heard that, uncle? No, who says this? Well, uh, Mr. Toby told me at the at the tavern that um, a couple. Oh, that that old gossip. <laughs> well, he he's not all bad, Uncle. He's okay. No, he's he's a friendly enough guy, but well, I don't know anyone that spends that much time brewing the devil's drink. I don't know. I just think that maybe he could find something more productive to do with his time. That's all. Uh, well, I I don't know. I I think he's okay, but he told me about these two new guys that came to town and. Uh, and uh, one of them's name is Flip Roxon. I don't know. He was. I was so distracted by his hat. <laughs> these, Flip these, these two fellows, I monster hunters. I guess they they say they I, they're from. They must be from the city or something. They they dressed so well. I don't know. Like they're not from around here anyway. And they said they Flip they went into Roxon. the forest and found found a demon and drove it off but it started the fire before they could get it anyway that's that's the story it seems pretty scary it makes me think twice about wanting to go into the forest again indeed i kind of wish you hadn't brought me along well at least you know this place is already burned right that's that's true (laughs) that's a joke i don't know flip flip raxon is it flax dixon oh yeah that's it that's the one I've heard that name before. When I was, he's a not a monster hunter, uh, a witch hunter. Oh, witch hunter! That's right. Man, I can't remember any of these details. <laughs> and he's he's here in Auspice. Well, yeah, I was I was just over at the church. He's he was over there oh, just a few minutes ago with uh, talking to Father Cornelius. Oh dear. What is that bad? I well, I mean, I I don't I don't know him, but I mean. If a witch hunter has business in our town, how can that be good? I suppose. I mean, you don't think there's really a witch out here, do you? I don't know. You've <laughs> you've tread these woods more than I. Well, I mean, it certainly isn't anybody in town. I mean, who could it be? We've you've you've known these people for years, right? Yes, I certainly don't. No one, no one comes to mind, but. You know, they say that evil is insidious, it lies in wait, and, and you know, disguises itself as your friend. You never know. 
Well, but anyways, if this—I mean, this Flax—if this uh, Flax Dixon guy is everything that he's all cracked up to be, I'm sure he'll get to the bottom of it. Well, I hope so. I hope I never have to see anything like I did yesterday with the fire. Yeah. Well, Uncle, I wasn't completely honest about yesterday. I don't. I almost can't remember it, but it was so strange, Uncle. That. I was out in the forest, and these I, I came across these creatures that I'd never seen before, heard of before. I, I wasn't sure whether I should tell you or not, but I don't feel like I have anybody else I can talk to about it. Oh, you can always talk to me, Reese. <sighs> what, what, what were these creatures? Like, like animals? Well, yes and no. I mean, when we got, we got swept down the river... I mean, I got swept down the river and all way farther than I've ever traveled before into the forest. Um, I, I know not to go past the river, but it, it swept me away all the way down to where it came to a kind of a, a bog or a swamp. Um, when I when I got out, I was confronted by this almost like a fish with legs and it, it was wearing clothes and carrying a spear. It attacked me, Uncle. I barely could fend, fend it off. Have you ever heard of anything like that? No. A fish with legs? Yeah, as, as tall, about as tall as, you know, Henry, Vivian's son. He's, you know, just not quite, not quite my height. I'm making that up. I don't know how tall these things are. Uh, they're medium size, so, you know, like a right? short adult. Sure, Henry's a tall kid. Sure. Whatever. All right. But but they but they'd be way stockier. Like they yeah, they'd beefy. weigh twice as much as Henry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, Uncle Uncle Rupert is uh, he's he's kind of like a gog at you. Like what? Why didn't you say something before? I don't know, Uncle. I just I didn't think you'd believe me. For one thing, I half don't believe in myself. Oh, Reese. Well, I'm glad you made it home. Even more so now. Did did it? But to think, oh my! You've had an encounter with a demon. I don't know. Is that what a demon is? I mean, I certainly didn't see. I don't start. I don't know what else you would call it. (laughs) Well, and then, and then, it's not just that. But I, I found a cockatrice. Uh, You've heard of those, right? Yes, I know that one. The head of a chicken and wings of a something else and a lizard tail, right? Frightening! It it I can imagine down from the sky and attacked us. I mean, it attacked me, and I just uh, I again it, it, I felt like I was barely able to escape with my life. It, all those scratches and all those cuts. I mean, I'm sure you noticed they couldn't have just been from trees. Not to mention the the patch of like almost stone on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that still there? No, no. <laughs> unless you want it to be, just, no, just okay. you get like a gray patch of skin that's gonna last for another week. <laughs> it's got a real nasty, nasty case of jungle rot on my yeah. <laughs> but uncle, that's that wasn't even the strangest one. That actually, right before the fire, found these I don't know walking trees. I I mean, it would I don't know how to describe it, uncle. They as they, yeah. As you as you say that, you are approaching the I mean, unless you are going well around it, 
the forest spring is directly between your path and um, the traps. Okay, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, they were, uncle, they were these walking tree things. And, and in fact, it was right here, actually, right next to the spring. Uh, okay, yeah. So you, you, show him, you show him the spring and he looks appropriately impressed. Um, and even as... Sorry. And uh, yeah, even even as you guys... <laughs> yeah, okay. So th- there's, there's, there's the spring. Um, and you pointed out. And he, he's, you know... Uncle Rupert doesn't know what to make of, of weird fake trees. That's, that's not something that he's, he's ever heard of. Um, he, he tells you, you know, it's, it, it sounds to me that your experiences yesterday validate more than anything else I've ever heard. This, you know, this claim of, of the witch hunter that our, our town is under some sort of threat. If, if there is something that's, that's creating these fish and tree monsters like if it if it's if it has the town in its sights we could all be in great danger well i suppose that's true i mean it was very frightening uncle i i thought i was gonna die at some point um the the yeah so you guys are approaching the the spring um you're approaching from the side with the with the willow tree are you gonna go left or right so where so the willow tree is is like next to the spring, right? Like the willow the, the willow tree is is on like the south shore of the pool. So okay. the, the spring the spring comes like straight out of a cliff that and it feeds into a pool and then the pool, you know, trickles off into a stream that heads towards the river. And where do the where do those uh the blight things come from? The blight things came from you guys crossed the stream kind of like right where the right where the uh, pool narrows into a stream and they were, they were there. They kind of like lurched up from, from the, you know, collection of, of dead moldy branches that had collected at the, uh, you know, at like kind of the narrow mouth of the stream. It's not the mouth of the stream. It's the head of the stream. I don't know. You know what I mean though? Yeah. Like not, not like, not like a beaver dam, but like, you know, when it, when it rains and sticks yeah, and, and stuff, stuff, it just kind of, and they kind of yeah, yeah. came out of there. Okay. So yeah, we are avoiding that. We're like going around like on the, whatever the closer side to the town is, you know, like kind of skirting around it with plenty of, with plenty of room. Okay. Um, Do I see anything over there? Over where the blight? Yeah. Twig blights were? Yeah. No, no. The only, the only thing that, I mean, most of this, a lot of the stuff was all burnt out. Um, the, the willow tree looks like it will probably survive, but even it's like pretty charred up and it looks like it's lost some of its, some of its vines. Um, but you don't, you don't see any movement from, from the stream area. Okay. Okay. So we're headed back up to the traps where the traps should have been then, uh, which is almost there, right? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are almost there when you're at the stream or when you're at the, at the, what's it called thing. Um, Spring, that's what it's called. Yeah, so you so you move you guys you guys move on, you skirt around it and make sure that you don't go where the the threats were before. Um and yeah, and and you are able to move uneventfully through the forest until you get to um you get to the the river again. 
Um, the river is has calmed down somewhat. It's not nearly so so rambunctious today as it was yesterday. Um, and yeah, right up ahead is is uh, the first game the the first of three game trails where you set traps. Um, as you go to the first trap, um, everything's been charred around it. Um, it looks like the heat actually set the trap off. Um, but there's nothing caught in it. Um, it looks like it should still be functional, though. You might need to polish it up a little or something, but it looks like it's in okay shape. Um, as you go to check the second trap, um, you see that it did it did catch something, um, and it's not it's not immediately obvious what it what it is that it caught because this area also. Uh, got torched by the fire like every everything around here where the where the traps were set is all burned out and whatever it is that got caught by the trap um apparently got caught by the trap before the fire swept through um it's a it's a big it's a big creature um you know, like, is a bear or a deer or something so as, as you get as you get closer to it um like you're you're thrown off by the color because so much of it is like charred black um and it's just kind of curled up on itself but as you get a little bit closer you see that it is a mountain lion Mm. and it appears to be breathing still but it's got to be on death's door oh oh so it's like supercharged but it's a mountain lion oh this Mm -hmm. is a mountain lion that almost attacked us maybe well maybe not the one uh, I turned to uh, I, all it did was look at you. <laughs> turned to my <laughs> uncle, uncle. I think it might be still alive. We should put it out of its misery. Uh, indeed, that would be the kind thing to do. All right, so I just you know do a little snip snap. Is Reese 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 is pretty comfortable with that? Just going up and doing the the killing blow. Yeah, I think he is because you know he's he's used to hunting and he's you know it's like a. I mean, he's not like a like a killer. Like he like fighting those things made him uncomfortable. But um, but you know, when it comes to so animals as, and forestry and stuff like that, he's okay with it. Yeah. As as he approach, as as you get close and really see it, like you you hear the 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 cat the cat like almost what do you call it? Mules. Like it not not quite a whimper. Um, but. Like as, as you get close, you can you can really see the the trauma that this thing has been through. Its body is covered in like oozing blisters where it's not um, completely black, and and its eyes are like you know scabbed shut, so it it clearly can't see anything. Um, it's it's sniffing the air though. Um, it, it kind of like gives a little bit of a growl when it smells your your presence um but clearly doesn't have the energy to resist anything and it just kind of like falls back on its self so reese is just just draws his short sword i guess and kind of gives it like a shush it's okay it's okay does he does he touch it no okay he's just gonna go up and sort of quickly just stab it through the heart Okay, you give it the death stroke. Poor cat. Yeah. Take a moment of silence, and then kind of <laughs> respectfully disconnect my trap from it. 
Yeah, this as far as as far as hides go, this is yeah, useless. Toasted. Literally. Toast. Okay, cool. So we move on. Okay. Uh you go to where the third trap was set. Um and the the stake that was holding it down is like up and lying on the ground, but the trap is is not around. Shoot. Some some big animal must have gotten caught in that thing and taken off with our trap. Oh well, that's, well at least we got two of them, Uncle. Yeah, that's that's good. I mean, we're lucky to be able to salvage anything from this inferno. You told me of the fire. I didn't quite expect it to be this this bad. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was horrific. I can certainly see what you what you mean about how terrifying it was to be caught up in all of this. I mean that. That could have been you. Oh, he kind of gestures over towards the, the mountain lion. Yeah. Thank, thank goodness it's not. Anyway, I, I just as soon head back to town right away. I, indeed, that seems like a, like a prudent course of action. So do we do that? Okay. Uh, yeah, you head back to town um, quite effortlessly. Cool. Um, by then, it's pretty close to evening, so unless you want some, like, last-minute gallivanting, um, yeah, is there anywhere else that you wanted to stop by, or...? No, just, uh, maybe we could, I could chat with Uncle Rupert about one more thing. Sure. Um, so, like, when we're, I don't know, say we're, like, sitting down to have our supper or something, um, I say, like, so... Uncle Rupert, you you believe me about what I saw in the forest? Of course, Reese. Do you think I should tell Mister Dixon about it? I I don't honestly, Reese. I don't know. Um, I mean, if he's it's probably a good idea, but just just be careful, lad. Be careful with what? I I thought we he was here to to help us. Of of course, I just. Oh, I just wish you hadn't gotten mixed up in any of this. I wish none of us had. Well, I, I wish I hadn't either, but it seems like I kind of didn't really have a choice in it. If if Mr. if Mr. Dixon was really sent by God, then then perhaps you, you know, then perhaps you don't it uh, doesn't matter. Right, I mean, if 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 God has a plan for Mister Dixon, I I can hardly I can hardly see how you not inserting yourself into the business would be would be detrimental. But on the other hand, perhaps you were meant to help him. I don't I don't know, Reese. Maybe I'm supposed to be the one who saw those things, and I'm supposed to be the one who warns him about it. Perhaps I don't know. I guess maybe tomorrow. I'll head over to the church and, and let Father Cornelius know what what I saw the other day. A good night's sleep is probably the best choice for right now. All right. Well, thanks for dinner, Uncle Rupert. By the way, I, I brought you some yeast. I'm not, I'm not sure why. I just can't <laughs> think of anything else to ask for. Uh, anyway, it's a long story. You like bread, right? Uh, of course. Although... Next time you're at the tavern, ask for one of the sweet tarts. Oh, I don't know if you should be eating too much of those, Uncle, but okay, I will. Oh, if I'm going to die, it's going to be with the raspberry tart crumbs on my chin. <laughs> All right. Good night, Uncle. Good night, Reese. 
I go to bed.